This is Diary of a Nobody. Start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Diary of a Nobody. Uh, It's episode 10. I know that, well, before all that, let me just say a few things. Uh, One, I was just eating like 20, 30 minutes ago before I started putting all this stuff on or setting all this stuff up to record this. Uh, And I was eating too fast and uh, bit my lip, so... Now it looks like someone sucker punched me in the lip. It was bleeding. You know, no big deal. I'm just probably going to be talking with a lisp as if I don't already have one. You know, speech impediment growing up and all that type of stuff. Um, also, to, two more things to add, I guess. Well one thing to add and then another thing to just bring to light. Well, not bring to light, just talk about real quick. Uh, So Ramadan will be like the, me taking a month off of podcasting every year or every, yeah, every year. So that'll be like the changing of seasons basically. So season two will be at the end of Ramadan. So like the first Tuesday after Ramadan, whenever that is, I think it's like, May 20-something, May in the teens, May in the 20s, something like that. Uh, Yeah, because it's like April 20th, May 19th, or May 20th, or something. It's like my birth, I think it's actually my birthday, so April 17th, May 16th or 17th. I don't know, it's like something like that, but that'll be uh, when this, like, I will end the season the Tuesday before Ramadan, then season two will be the Tuesday after Ramadan. Then season two will go all the way up until the next Ramadan. Season three, blah, blah, blah. I think you guys understand what I'm trying to say. But, I mean, that would just mean I have, like, a lot of stuff to talk about because Ramadan is going to be a crazy time in my life every year. Um, as you're listening to this, Juice World has already passed. Oh, passed away. Um which is kind of crazy in a few, like, reasons. One, it was, like, sudden for everyone. Two, it was six days after his 21st birthday. He had put out a song saying, Legends don't make it past 21. And basically, he didn't make it past 21. There was, like, a TikTok trend going around with uh, Lucid Dreams where they were... At a certain point, the song would stutter and it looked like the kids were having a seizure, which is how he died, which is also pretty weird. And like basically like manifestation is like really real. And uh, I think that was all I'm going to say about that's all I was going to say about that, I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was all I was going to say about that. Uh, last week on my mom's birthday, which was December 4th, mom, I love you, mom. Uh, December 4th, which is also Jay Z's birthday, she has 
That's pretty cool. Um, I released my EP, Who I Am, on all... When I say all, I mean all music streaming platforms to include SoundCloud. Like, you can find me on all of them. And if it's not there, it's probably because I just didn't know about it. Let me know and I can put it on there if that's where you listen to your stuff at. I even got it on Napster, which I didn't even know was a thing. But it was a so far good feedback from everyone that's listened to it. Uh, each platform, there's a, each like different songs are doing better than others. Like on Spotify, my like instrumental track "Love You" is doing better than everything else. On SoundCloud, "Downfall" is doing better than everything else. But mainly, "Downfall" is doing better than everything else because of uh, me uploading it to Spinning Records, which really like just pushed it over like. I think in the last like 24 hours, it's gotten almost 500 listens or something, which is more than I thought it would get at all. Because I didn't know that. See, they use your Spotify link and so or not Spotify, SoundCloud link. And so basically the listens on there reflects the listens on SoundCloud. So it's like, you know, two birds, one stone. I should stop. I, people should stop using the two birds, one stone thing. It's really close to two girls, one cup. And that's, you can really, uh, can really mess up something if you put in the wrong things and it like auto corrects for you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, spinning records, uh, spinning records, it has this like it's like a demo type thing, but it's like the higher your track is, the more likely they'll like sign the track to their label. So I've been trying to like you know get people to like it so it can get higher on the chart. Uh, I will put the description or the who I will put the link in my description of the of the podcast. Um. However, you do have to like make an account, but the easiest way is just like log in with your Spotify or your Facebook account if you have either one of the two and just uh, go to the track, click like, and that's all you got to do. You don't have to do anything else. It's just you click like. You can leave a comment on it if you want. You know, I'm just trying to better myself as a musician, get high, get, you know, some looks from labels and stuff like that. You know, takes a little bit. Some people have taken years and I'm just trying to come back and do my thing. Uh, so also, why the fuck doesn't Texas have a winter? As much as I hate snow, I'm tired of going outside and being 80 degrees. Like, come on, dude. I just want to wear crew necks and shorts and like some, I don't know, vans or something. I don't want to wear like a fucking tank top and basketball shorts because it's hot as fuck outside. Also, like today, it was so, like the fog was, I think it was today. Was it today? Today's Monday, right? No, today is... What is today? 
Oh crap, today is Sunday. Wow, why do I think it's Monday? I didn't even like go to PT. That's weird. I'm an idiot. Uh today's Sunday. This morning the fog was horrible. Horrible. I don't yeah, horrible. Like I couldn't even I don't think I could see more than like let's say 70 feet in front of me. I don't know. Like 100 meters, I couldn't see that far. I probably could if there was someone there, but like if you're just looking out, I don't think I could see about 100 meters in front of me. And then for people that really know me, like my window tent is dark. Like I have 3% around and then like 20% on the windshield. So it was already like, it's already dark as fuck outside. And then you add fog and I'm just, I'm going to hit something. But I didn't. Why? Because I'm a superb, superb driver. Um. I kind of said that every 10th episode, I'm going to talk about something from my childhood. I don't know how long I want to talk about that thing from my childhood. Like, I don't want to make it an entire episode, but I don't want to, like, not give it the, the link that's deserving, you know? So... I think I'll just, you know, talk about it a little bit. And if I feel like I should talk about it more, I'll either talk about it more on another episode or talk about or just make this episode long, which I'll probably just, you know, talk about it more on another episode. Uh, Only because, like, I don't want to go in chronological order, but... This one is like the easiest because it's only the first eight years of my life. Uh, so I'll talk about like growing up with my dad the first year, eight years of my life, and like the goods, the bads, the uglies, the all of that. Is that isn't that a saying? The good, the bad, the ugly. I don't know. I should probably look it up, but I don't feel like going on my phone. Because my word of the day is sitting on my phone, so I don't want to, like, mess that up. Uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, first eight years... Like, even... Let's say the first, like, five or six years, I was obviously, you know, younger, even though eight years old is still young. But, like, I don't know if anything bad was going on in the first, like, five or six years of my life. I mean, relationships have their ups and downs, right? But everything was fun, fine, and all that. I mean, my dad hung around a, a weird crowd. I, I'll say weird. I mean, there was some things that happened that I... When I'm a parent, I wouldn't put my kid around. But, I mean, people only uh, know what they've been taught when they, you know, grow up sometimes. You know, so if you grew up in a, in a, a grew up way, like, that just might be the way you think and do things. But, yeah, you know, so I, I had my first beer when I was, I think, five or six and I had my first shot of liquor that 
same day, some granddad. I think it was like, what's granddad? A hundred proof, hundred proof or something. It's on an orange bottle. Yeah. Had a Budweiser and a shot of granddad, five or six years old. Ooh, should I, am I allowed to, can I say that? Like, you know what? It shouldn't get anyone in trouble. We're grown now. That was old. That shouldn't, it shouldn't get anyone in trouble, right? Honestly, yeah, it shouldn't. I don't think so. Fuck it. I mean, I know some Native Americans that have been drinking since they were like two. I mean, people used to rub like whiskey and stuff on the kids' gums to keep them from teething and crying. Like, come on now. That was like a different time. It shouldn't be. A, anyway. Uh, yeah, so, you know, like, he... I don't want to say, like, I feel like he was trying to be the cool dad, but I just feel like he, the lifestyle he lived and probably still, I don't, I haven't spoken to my dad in like five or six years. Yeah, I haven't talked to my dad since I joined the military, so at least five years. Uh, I think, have I talked to him since I joined the military? See, I don't even know. Anyway, uh, I don't want to say, like, I think he was trying to be the cool dad, but I think he just, like, his lifestyle. Like, when I was that, when I was, like, five or six, I was like, man, he's, like, the coolest dad in the world. Like, he, you know, when you're a kid, you you see your dad, he's, like, Superman. You're, like, he's the greatest in the world, and I want to be just like him. You know, looking back, even when I was like 15 to 18, I wanted to be like my dad and I hadn't, he hadn't been a part of my life since I was eight. But uh, anyway, like you see your dad, you're like, man, I want to be like my dad. So you go try to do everything with him. And at five or six, I probably shouldn't have been a lot of places with him, but I was. And, you know, look, it's really not, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't something a child should have been at. So, like, I would be, like, places with a lot of guns, drugs, and alcohol. I feel like I shouldn't be saying some of this stuff. This sounds pretty illegal. I I was in some questionable places. I might have to listen back to this and edit some things out. I was in some questionable places and, uh, you know, but there was no abuse of a a child. There was no child abuse happening. Like, yeah, I mean, when, if I did something wrong, like I'd get my ass beat, but like that was every, like that was the norm. Like back then, like kids got their ass beat. If you, if you're over here fucking around doing dumb shit, you're going to get your ass beat. Uh, how that? I'm pretty sure, like, not even, not long before I was born, people were getting beat in school. Like, you you did something wrong in school, your teacher beat the shit out of you in school. So it's like, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but like most people, you know, my dad had problems. Um. Uh, 
I want to say when I was closer, like seven, almost like seven. And when I was like about eight, um, he would ask me things that like as a, as an adult, you probably shouldn't ask like a seven or eight year old. Like he'd ask me like if I knew someone and like instead of like asking and be like, okay, he'd manipulate me into giving the answer that he wanted. He'd ask if like I knew this person. But then he'd like be like, yeah, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about the guy that drove this car and you know and all that stuff. And I'm like, no. He'd be like, yeah, he drove this car and this is his name. You know, you remember him, right? And I'd still say no. And then he'd be like, all right, stop lying. You know who I'm talking about. And then like because. I knew I wasn't lying, but like as a, as a kid, you don't want to be like, well, at that time I'm like, I'm not lying, but my dad's going to like, I don't know what he's going to do sometimes. I feel like some of this stuff I shouldn't be saying. I keep thinking I shouldn't be saying it, but I feel like it just has to be said. Anyway, um, it's like, you know, you say something and you, like, as a kid, you're like, I don't want to disappoint my dad, but I'm not lying. Like, I don't know what else to do. So instead of saying, and I would even say, I'm not lying. And he'd be like, yes, you are. And so I would have to lie to basically satisfy his reality of what was going, of something. And looking back, like, I still kind of, say it was my fault but my mom has already like talked to me about it but like some of the things he would ask me would be in regards to my mom and like uh, and like stuff like that and at the time I didn't know what like what he was trying to like do and like what was like going on in his head and so uh you know there were days where I would see my mom with like a black eye or and there was a time where she had a broken nose and I was like too young to understand what really happened you know I thought maybe it was from her job or something like that and uh you know as I got older I, I obviously I understood and I understood you know l- later as when I was eight years old but I'll get to that in a second but like I can say that uh my father was at least in my eyes like looking back like and f- now knowing and what happened and fully understanding things like uh he was he I was, he was very controlling I know that much um I I don't I don't think he knew what it meant to be an actual like father and you know boyfriend husband all that to like children or like a girlfriend like I don't think he understood and so I think he went by what was shown to him growing up and what was shown to him was in my eyes was you you're the man of the house and basically like if 
who you're dating isn't doing what you want, you, I'm pretty sure that was a, like a thing. Like men used to hit their wives, like backhand their wives and police would look the other way, stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure, I'm, I mean, that's probably some of it, but you know, uh, I'm pretty sh- like he was controlling. He was very manipulative. Um, I will. I think he was like narcissistic to an extent. Extent, because I know that like me myself, I'm narcissistic. Uh, I'm very manipulative. Like some of the things that he was like, I, I I will say like I'm controlling to to an extent. Uh, you know, so like the things that I see in myself, like I can see, like I understand, like where I got that from, and like I know what it was. Like I was, I was basically being indoctrined as at a young age to know how to manipulate uh, and control things, situations, and stuff. Because I've realized as as an adult that. I can manipulate my way out of a lot of things and it's scary, but I don't know. Uh, but all, I mean, yeah, so that happened, you know, he would, you know, ask me questions and stuff like that. I'd see him like, do like what what is the word hypocrite yeah he was he was a hip is it hypocrite am i trying to think of hypocrite i don't know he would accuse my mom of cheating and and yet when i was obviously that young i would not fully understand that he was cheating but my like I just thought like I was going to play with some friends that I knew uh, and stuff like that. And so I didn't fully understand it. You know, I'm seven. I, I might have even been like, like, I'm like below the age of eight because I don't know how long this, I don't remember like all details, like how long stuff was going on and stuff like that. But, uh, it was, you know, it was weird growing up sometimes because, like, when I was, when we were with my dad, like, I saw more of my dad's side of the family than my mom's side of the family. Like, there was times where my dad wouldn't allow us to go see my grandmother or anyone on my mom's side of the family. Uh, like, I wasn't allowed allowed to wear the color red for obvious reasons if I shouldn't have to like highlight on why I wasn't allowed to wear red um, and stuff like that. Like there was a lot of, you know, controlling and, you know, criminal stuff happening and stuff like that. Um, then, you know, 2001, I remember like 9-11 happening. I was, I was homesick that day. Mom and dad were in bed. I went into their room, laid on the ground, 
and we watched like the towers and all that stuff. Uh, that meant my little brother had to been two, about to be three later that year. Yeah. So he was two, about to be three that year. Um, you know, every up until like even like during nine eleven, like that day, life seemed like it was going fine. And then what's that? September, October, November. So two months later is uh, when a lot of things happen. November 25th, 2001, if I'm not mistaken. November 26th, 27th, one of those days. In the 20s, 2001, it was November. Uh, It seemed, it was a normal day at first. Dad, I don't know where, he was probably like out doing something. Uh, Then my brother went to sleep. I was in the room. I was watching in 2001, whatever Star Wars would have been out, whichever Star Wars movie was out. I think it was episode one. It's one or two, one of the two. Episode one or two, I can't remember. Uh, I was watching that on TV, and my dad came home, and, you know, didn't really think much of it until I started hearing yelling and stuff. I was like, maybe they're just arguing or something like that. And so I just faked like I was asleep, and uh, some things happened. Some domestic abuse happened. I don't feel like saying all of it because just not yet. It's still kind of a touchy subject to me. Uh, basically, dad beat my mom. That's about all I should. I will say, I guess, uh, that night. And uh. Yeah, like she had to like basically run out of the house down the road to some, like knocking on doors until someone answered and stuff like that. Um, oof. Yeah, uh, that that was like what ended. That was like the final straw. We left that same night to my grandmother's house. Uh, I finished up the school year at my grandmother's house and stuff like that. Um, And, you know, what am I trying to say? Finish up school year at my grandmother's house. I uh, went to a Catholic school for the rest of that year. And then I I didn't want to go to that school anymore. It was kind of... Weird. The only thing I, I remember about that school is um, it was like K through eight, which was weird. Uh, I had to go to like uh, mass every day, I think. Um, the cookies, there was like a lot of cookies always being made. It was, it was a weird school. I don't really remember. I don't even remember what the classroom looks like. Yes, I do, actually. I remember what the classroom looks like, but, like, it was only eight classes because 
maybe nine. K kindergarten one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Kindergarten first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven. There was nine classes because it was K through eight, and basically you would be with the same people from kindergarten all the way up to eighth grade, like the same like twenty people, if that. I couldn't do that. Like I like being in a. I mean, yeah. I like being where I don't know everyone in my class type thing because I didn't want to go to a high school and it'd be like 200 people. Like, I think I was number 200 in my graduating class, maybe 300 out of like, I don't even know how many. Um, But yeah, finished up the school year at my grandmother's house. Uh, I think my dad went to prison. I don't know if he went to prison or jail. I can't remember which one for that. Um, Yeah, I think that right there, that whole thing kind of changed my entire life. And it, it, I think it made me more like introverted in my life too. Cause I was like always going and like trying to make friends and stuff like that. And it went from that to I uprooted my entire life, moved schools, moved everything. And I don't know. I just kind of, I think it kind of just changed how I looked on, looked at everything on in life. Um, I definitely like held in a lot of my emotions growing up. Uh, I mean, I still hold in emotions. Uh, I think I went through to therapy for a while. I, 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 it was either at least one time. Honestly, I don't know. I know I went to therapy, but I don't remember how long I went to therapy. I think there's like times in my life like I remember a lot of things from when I was younger, but there's like times in my life that I've kind of like blocked and blocked out and stuff just like because I don't want to remember it, I guess. But I don't know. I just know that, uh, yeah, the first eight years of my life were kind of like really, really good and yet really, really, really bad at the same time. And, yeah, a lot of things happened. I probably, enough stuff happened in the first eight years of my life that probably wouldn't happen to a lot of people in their entire life. And so, and that's just then. Like, I've had so much stuff happen to me, it's not even funny. But, uh enough about like that i'm gonna i mean we can touch on that later i'm gonna have another part of that later so episode 20 be on the lookout for that i kind of yeah i think i want to do the educational part and in this podcast um the podcast for the week is going to be good for you i don't remember reading i don't i forget what uh the author or the host of the podcast name is um of course it timed me out of my what is this called okay 
uh, word of the day or week, whatever you want to call it, is circumscribe. Uh, it's to constrict the range or activity of definitely and clearly. That made no sense. To define or mark off carefully. To draw a line around. To surround by or as if by a boundary. Okay, Merriam-Webster, no more. You guys need to stop with that. I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, the book of the week is Being Mortal. I think it's about like basically uh, doctors remembering that not everyone understands what... Uh, basically, like doctors need to understand like not everyone knows as much as you do. And so you have to like remember like to tone it down and stuff like that. I think that's what I read this in the summary. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Uh, goal for this week is to find a blog to get my EP on. And the other goal is to get a some more cov- like cover, like album covers made for like songs and stuff that I'm going to release here in the next couple months or so. Like I have the songs ready. I just need to get the cover art done so that I can like send it in and like get everything done so I can try to get the songs on playlist and stuff like that. Um, this was episode 10 of diary. Nobody. I'm nobody. You're somebody. Thank you for listening. Uh, see you guys next week. Yeah. Next week, next Tuesday. And then the Tuesday after that, I'll be at my mom's house. And then the Tuesday after that, uh, I will be, in Austin, Texas for New Year's Eve, aka my little brother's birthday. All right. Thank you. Bye.